0: Well, I absolutely adore that music, and we were just talking here in studio. I'm not sure where I could get my hands on the film *Lay, Cor East*. That's where that particular piece of music comes from. It's a film we saw many, many years ago. I have a feeling it was a DVD. Was it a DVD? Yeah we'll have to go searching. Uh, do we have anything that plays DVDs Do you know anymore? what a DVD is? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, my car doesn't even have a CD player. It's shocking. Uh, I can't grapple completely with having to do everything online. I wanted anyway, a record player for Christmas. Oh, I did get you one. You did for, get one for Christmas. <laughs> get away of that. Anyway, one of the reasons I picked that piece of music is not just because it is beautiful music, but also the title of it is Les Avions en Papier, Paper Airplanes. Um, and I think it kind of goes with... What I'm doing next, which is talking about somebody whose life and work is through paper and the printed word, a warm, warm welcome into studio properly for the first time. Cork author, Madeleine Darcy. You're so welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, Elmer, for inviting me to chat to you. It's a pleasure to
0: be here. The last time we were talking was, of course, in Cork City Library at the launch of your latest book, which is a beautiful collection of short stories called Liberty Terrace. Uh, So congratulations to you again on the book. You signed it for me on the night. And I had read most of it before we met, but I finished reading it uh, after that particular book launch. This book has gone so well for you, hasn't it? Well, um,
1: I, I really don't know how well it's gone because, um, it's always very hard to know except that you hear responses from readers and that's the best thing, I suppose. But as, as to doing well, um, you know, I, I hope that, uh, it will do well, but there are so few, um, competitions for short story collections even linked short story collections um apart from the Edge Hill Prize in the UK um and I was lucky enough to get the Reader's Choice Prize for that for my first collection of short stories but um because there are a lot of competitions to enter novels in I actually troll the internet um and uh uh I entered um we, Dura Press and myself, entered the this collection, Liberty Terrace, in what we thought were a couple of obscure American um competitions. Okay. Uh, because we couldn't find anything else apart from the Edchill Prize, the results of that aren't out yet. Um and I apparently am getting a prize on the thirtieth of June in <laughs> Florida for delivered serious <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Bula boss. Ooh, in studio. For which that. is really nice because um the collection isn't published in America. That's another thing I'm trying to do at the moment is put both collections on Kindle because um for my last collection, I suppose Kindle wasn't such a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Um so hopefully that will be on Kindle soon and then Liberty Terrace will be available on Kindle as well and also I suppose um, in this day and age you know, we don't really need all that much paper maybe although I love the actual oh, real see, book that's the you thing, know. yeah
0: it is um, the thing. I mean, and, yeah. and I know holding a book, smelling a book and feeling a book, settling in with a book. Um I know on holidays, I'm as guilty as anyone of saying, you know, I can't be trawling around with a suitcase of books. And if I really settle in and relax on holiday, I can read a book a day quite happily and flake through them. Uh, so you couldn't be carrying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, so it's, I it, do yeah.
0: take the digital reader.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The trouble is uh, taking them with uh, you. And uh, So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be in Florida on the 30th of
0: June. I can't believe that. Why not?
1: (laughs) Uh, The the prize, there are various different sections. And I think this is a section for anthology stroke short stories. And what they do is they just award medals. It's like the Olympics. They give a gold, silver and bronze medal in each section. So they haven't told me which medal I've got, but I'll take the medal and they'll post it to me. And that's... Much more politically and environmentally uh, sound, <laughs> I think, than
0: trekking all the way over. Well, uh, congratulations to you, though. And like before we go on and talk about the West Cork Literary Festival or anything else, um I do want to just talk to readers and listeners about Liberty Terrace. It's a gorgeous collection of short stories, but as you mentioned, they're linked. And I was thinking of you again when we had to hand back our census forms uh, very recently because there's a little link in that in the sense that Um, the census immunerator has to come around to all the houses and that is one of the ways that links this little group of houses on a fictional street called Liberty Terrace.
1: That's right and um, uh, actually Durer Press who published my first short story collection came back to me and asked me for a second one and I was working on a novel at the time um, but I told them I had an idea of a linked short story collection featuring a census enumerator. And I thought I was being terribly smart. I said, we can launch this on the date of the next census. And then, you know, it'll all be very interesting. It'll be very linked. And then in the middle of trying to put this together, the pandemic came. So stories that were set, say, there's one story, which is uh, about a trip to Paris. You know, no one was traveling um secondly, the census was cancelled. <laughs> Everything uh went wrong. There were loads of like everyone else, there were personal life complications as well, and I nearly drove myself demented. so that is why really now the collection ended up being uh from two thousand it's set in a small specific fictional area of cork city uh from two thousand and sixteen to two thousand and nineteen so time is spread out um, so that the later stories do take in um, certain aspects of how we lived during the pandemic. So it got very complicated. You know, fiction is about, you know, setting, place, time, uh, plot, characterization, themes and it was a nightmare to put it all together. But I think it worked okay in the end and I um, Somebody who really likes the book, again in America, has got rounded up a couple of people to write um, a pilot treatment for what they see as um, potential for a kind of um, TV series. But obviously... (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, this kind of Big thing... Big intake of breath you know, here in the studio. Well, I know, yes. yeah, but they, these things take yeah. years to do yeah. and yeah. they might never happen. Yeah. But they saw it from an American viewpoint as a kind of a, a, a mini East Enders, only set in Cork using these characters. But you just never know. You know, it's really nice to put something out in the world.
0: I can see that, though. I can see how it would immediately lend itself. I mean, like half of all of the television stories or films that we ever watch, or even books, it's like what goes on behind closed doors. That is what we're talking about here. And you really capture that so brilliantly. Every single house, the stories are linked. They're all on the same street. Some characters are... But um, individual stories. I'm, and I know what you're saying, like, but by the time something is optioned, explored, and developed, and pilots, sometimes they fly and sometimes they don't. But it has that potential. So, again, another congratulations to you uh, on that, Madeline. That's exciting. Well, that's all, you know, f- this is all about, I suppose, what uh, all
1: of us need is to keep going with hope, yeah. without despair. And without really any kind of desperation, because what I find now that I'm older and not that much wiser, uh, is that meeting people, especially after the pandemic, the chats, um, the collaborations, um, things that keep you interested in life, that keep you going, are enough. So what I suppose I'm saying is the journey is as good as the end result, or at least hopefully That's what I'm trying to get out of. Well, we all have to dream.
0: We all have to dream. And there's a possibility that a dream might come true here. But that's, it's more important that it's already started to fly. And that's as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know. I think also, though, what you said about the journey being the important thing, um, that's true. You know, you. Waiting for something to be perfect and constantly saying will put off until X, Y, and Z uh-huh. happens. <laughs> and I know you're throwing your eyes there at me across the state, the table there, <laughs> Connor, because that is that is the way life. But that's the way life goes, and we yep. have to, you know, figure out a way of being present in the here and the now. And one of the ways I have tried to be present in the here and the now is not by reading my phone first thing in the morning. And I have sat in the kitchen at home with this book and said, instead of scrolling on the journal or scrolling on the newspaper or scrolling on Twitter first thing, that I would give myself a cup of coffee and a short story in the morning. And I have loved doing that with this book. It's been the most beautiful thing to sit in the armchair by the patio door in the kitchen and read and I think you know we don't get enough of those kind of chances to engage with short stories and I know right through the course of the winter and especially in lockdowns the West Cork Literary Festival was also fantastic with that. Emeril Hurley it was great she would have like a short story a day kind of thing going on and a load of people from all around the world were reading the same short story on a day-by-day basis and trekking our way through lockdown that way um So the art of the short story celebrated in Cork, of course. Uh Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, but for you, you know, you, you, you write both novels and short stories.
1: Well, um... Uh, (laughs) you know for all my talk (laughs) for all my fantastic talk about thinking positive etc you know there are times when it's really difficult to write I found it incredibly difficult to write in the past few months because you know there's this sort of feeling of we're out of something and we're not quite yet, we haven't stabilized and Mm -hmm. I do look at my phone. I'm terrible. I'm addicted to online Scrabble. It is appalling. <laughs> um, I, I love what you say about the West Cork uh, Literary Festival. I've been there a lot and it's it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and I suppose uh, I am I have written a novel which um, is with somebody at the moment. I don't know what's going to happen there. I feel I need to do more work on it. Um, a couple of extracts from it were published in Cork Words 2 which was edited by Patricia Looney, the fabulous Patricia Looney yes. of Cork City Library a couple of years ago. Um, so uh, given that uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that, I've started another novel but now I'm a little bit afraid to say anything about it because I started, you know, <laughs> with great gusto <laughs> and then because of a couple of breaks and, and being away, I've I've just got to get back down to it again. And it is hard, you know, there's a l- sort of a love-hate relationship with writing, I think. You know, you, you love it when it's going well, you hate it when it's not going well.
0: Do you have an organised desk? No. Yes. <laughs> all right then. And do you have, pi- create the picture for listeners, do you have piles of books and paper, do you do all the kind of multicolor sticky notes or do you scribble or how do you go about it?
1: I, I, I have... Bits of paper here and there, and uh, I also have piles of books here and there. And there's a bit of dust, and <laughs> I love a, it. It's there's an a honest writers' Barbie in the corner, and um, there's uh, stuff on the floor, and uh, there's the, uh, a rack of washing <laughs> behind me. So it's totally unglamorous. I do actually have a room. You know, yeah. which is great, but there's a oh, mess. There's life and scribbles. I tend to scribble all over the whatever I have eventually typed. I tend to scribble all over that so that it looks like, um, you know, some kind of Doodle. insane person's, um, <laughs>
0: mess. Well, all of that mess though is, um, Productive of brilliance, in fairness. I'm a huge fan of your writing, to be fair. Um, but so too are those that are in your writing community and your writing friends. And I'd love you to just tell people a little bit more about Fiction at the Friary. That'd be great, please.
1: Well, um, Fiction at the Friary is, uh, um, uh, a free monthly fiction event held in Cork, normally at the Friary Bar, which is at the end of Shandon Street on with the corner with North Quay. Um, and it started off um, in December 2016. I, I suppose I should say, uh, full disclosure, my brother Mike Darcy is the proprietor of the Friary Bar. And weirdly... He's a qualified solicitor, but he's, he, you know, being a solicitor was, um, too serious a job for him. I'm a qualified solicitor. That's another long story. And my friend Danielle McLaughlin, who's an yes. amazing, yes. um, fiction writer, uh, who also lives in, in Cork, um, is also a qualified solicitor. And I had the idea that we might put on some kind of fiction event at the Friary Bar and, um, I didn't want to do it on my own, because if you commit to doing something, as both of you know, um, with all your hard work, you know, you have to turn up. Yes. But if there is an emergency, you know, and you can't turn up, you need somebody else. So I thought, no, I can't do this myself. I need someone to do this with. So I contacted Danielle and I said, you know, you're probably too busy, but would you be interested in running some kind of fiction thing? And she went, Yeah. And I said, well, I was thinking of my brother's bar. And she said, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I said, but you haven't even been in the bar. She said, fine, I'll do it. And so we met and she hadn't met Mike before either. So we had a meeting in December 2016. And we just decided to go from there with no funding, no nothing. But our only rule was that we would pay our writer, our guest author. Um, And since then, we're in our sixth year now. Um, We're funded by the Arts Council, Cork City Council, uh, the School of English at UCC, um, and uh, two private sponsors who were with us from the beginning, uh, Hogan Architects and J. Rap O'Mara Solicitors. And the reason they were with us from the beginning is that (laughs) (laughs) my husband and Danielle's husband (laughs) donated the first fee for the first author. And... um, we rang, we were in the bar um, in December 2016. We said, who will we invite? And uh, I said, how about Bill Wall, William Wall? And Daniela said, oh yeah, he's lovely. And Mike said, oh, sure, I know Bill as well. So we rang him there and then and uh, he said, of course I'll do it. And he didn't want a fee but we said, this is, we're always going, we, we won't pay ourselves but we will pay our guest authors. And uh Only a few days before Bill was supposed to be our first guest author, he was the first European writer to win the Drew Hines Prize in America, which is a huge prize. So we had a packed uh, (laughs) hub and it was just brilliant. And so now uh, on the final Sunday of the month, we have a guest author. Uh, we ha- uh, uh, who reads and is interviewed by us, we provide free jelly beans, hula hoops, and marshmallows <laughs> as bribes. Uh, we have a free book raffle. Uh, we have um, we provide everyone who wants it um, a little writing exercise, a prompt, and we run an open mic for fiction only. Because poetry is so well served already yes, in Cork yeah. by O'Vale and the brilliant yeah. Paul Casey and his team. And on next th- this day next week, uh, Sunday the 24th of June, we've got Louise Nealon, um, who uh, wrote the novel Snowflake. Um, and she's from Cork originally. She's uh, not living in Cork now, but she's coming down. She's going to be brilliant. Um. And then uh, last month we had Danny Denton, who's also a brilliant uh, Cork writer, and um, it's friendly and inclusive, and um,
0: I think it's like the bar. Like the bar?
1: Oh, the bar is great too. Yeah, the (laughs) bar is 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 great, and you know, I think that's the other thing. It's already a friendly bar. Nobody would be treated badly or turned away or not get the chat. And I notice actually um, myself and. I've seen women on their own who can just go in there and sit down and read a book often Crazy. or by themselves and they know they're safe in there. It's a tiny
0: bar. It
1: is. But it's it's nice. And I say that even though uh It is my brother's
0: birthday. But (laughs) But it's um, a home for it's a home for books and a home for talk. So we want people to put that in their diaries now for next Sunday being the final Sunday of June. So therefore it's always the last Sunday of every month. It's an afternoon event, Fiction at the Fiery, it's always on at three. Three to six PM. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um we have over the years decided that um we take two months off and they're usually July and December. July is uh, July or August is simply because, you know, a lot of people are away. Yeah, yeah. December is that the final Sunday in December doesn't fit with uh, what we do. Yeah. So we've got Louise Nealon uh, next Sunday from 3 to 6 p.m. in the Friar Bar. Then we're taking July off and then we have a whole rake of wonderful people coming. Uh,
0: For the autumn. August, yes. September, before, October, November. Um, before all of that as well, though, of course, uh, one of the reasons I said, come on in today, is because you are, of course, going down to the West Cork Literary Festival as well. Do you tend to stay down when you go or do you pop down and drive home and all that kind of thing? It depends. I'm not quite sure yet what I'm
1: doing this year. Um, I think two years ago, uh, I spent five days down there and that was brilliant. Um, And I went with Danielle McLaughlin and J.P. Quinn and we had just a lovely time. Met so many other people we knew as well. So there's a lot of chat as well as those great, great uh, events. Um,
0: And um, it's just Bantry's a lovely town as well, you know. Um, Well, we have only kind of parachuted in from time to time. There's only once ever in all our time that we had a chance to do exactly what you did and go down and stay for five days. And it was was heavenly. If I could ever give myself another present of that in the morning it would be the first thing I would do. We could talk to you all day, Madeline, course, yeah. and I absolutely uh, want to just remind listeners of the West Cork Literary Festival to check out the same website, in fact, it's the Chamber Music Festival. It's all on the home of westcorkmusic.ie. Um, to check out Fiction at the Friary, in the Friary Bar next Sunday from 3 to 6 and also to pick up their own copy of Liberty Terrace. It's really striking cover um and I love how Kevin Barry has said these are fizzling dark comedies with deadly serious intent from a natural storyteller a fantastic collection and so say all of us. Madeleine Darcy, it's been a pleasure having you in studio. You're actually offered to give this book away. Why we? Don't to we do... Why don't we give it away next week in the programme give everyone a chance and we can remind them about it. Oh no, we're going to do it now for no. the gang we're listening to this morning. Okay, Absolutely. let's go for it now. Let's Immediate reward. We won't okay. do any deferred gratification. Here's okay. your question. Okay. What town in West Cork is the West Cork Literary Festival taking place in July? All you have to do is text to WhatsApp, your name and your details to 0833 969696 We'll pick a winner within the next <laughs> seven minutes. Get them in do it quickly <laughs> and we'll post the book out to you this morning. Wait, no wait. more delay gratification. Okay. Get away out of that. Woo-hoo. Cork's 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. with Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes. The great taste of Home.